0: Welcome to Four Advisors, the only podcast by and for financial advisors. Today we have a very special guest on the show, Deb Kreebel, partner and senior wealth manager at Pinnacle Advisory Group. And we're going to be discussing diversity in the financial advisor community. Deb's been with Pinnacle since 1996 and was made partner shortly thereafter. She has a degree in chemistry from Penn State and an MBA from University of Florida, where she nurtured her interest in things financial prior to obtaining her CFP. Deb's been honored as in his investment news as Woman to Watch in 2016, has long been a proponent of gender equality in the advisory space. Today we want to discuss how the industry is faring regarding opportunities for women in the advisory space, where those opportunities might lie, what's ahead for the industry regarding the growth of women in advisory roles. Welcome to the program Deb, we're very pleased to have you today. Thank you Dave. I think we need to lay some groundwork for our discussion with our listeners today. As to some statistics regarding women advisors, what are the current levels in the industry, and and how do they fare compared to uh, their male counterparts?
1: Well, a recent Catalyst survey reported that out of three hundred eleven thousand financial advisors, thirty three percent were women, and of the current eighty four thousand CFPs in the U.S., only about twenty three percent are women.
0: Wow, that's a, a significant gap not only in the difference between men versus women, but in terms of CFP versus not. How does that compare to other industries?
1: Well, if we look at accounting and auditing, for example, the numbers are about 60% for women. And in banking, it's roughly about 50%.
0: Wow, sounds like we may have some work to do with the advisory side. Um, for some perspective, what was the, the, the climate like from, from a gender perspective when you joined Pinnacle in the 90s?
1: Well, the climate was very male-centric. Financial planning and wealth management as a career was just in its infancy. The evolution had just begun from product-oriented sales to a a service model. It's interesting to note that the percentages of women to men CFPs has not changed that much over the past 23 years. Uh, It's still at about 23% women, and I've heard it described as a leaky bucket, where you have more women coming in, young advisors, but they're leaving the industry. They're not staying in the industry.
0: That's interesting from a number of perspectives. The leaky bucket analogy, I love that because it shows that there's news coming in, but they're not staying and they're leaving. It's very clear. Are there programs that that have helped solve some of this stuff, or are there industry programs that they've developed uh, to help? put a hole in the, or put a plug in the leaky bucket?
1: Well, there are definitely some new uh, programs out there. Uh, Universities are now developing financial planning programs and curriculum, and I think that will help attract a more uh, diverse group to our industry. Uh, The CFP board has a women's initiative to help generate awareness and visibility and the Financial Planning Association is working to develop a women's group. And then both associations are developing mentor-mentee programs uh, to be able to you know, help support women in the industry. And several years ago, when I was president of the FPA of Maryland, I started a group called Wi-Fi women in finance mm-hmm. and our mission was to both attract and support women in our industry but also help them through education and networking
0: have you seen that those have been successful those percentages didn't change a lot but was there positive change
1: so i think we're starting to get some traction i think change is, is slow uh, but we're mm-hmm. getting there and one of the things i think we need to do, do is kind of develop a pipeline at an earlier age so for example currently watching the women's World Cup soccer championships Mm -hmm. and they've developed a pipeline where they're starting girls at a very young age and I think we need to do the same thing with wealth management Um, and I've recently been involved with a program called invest in girls where we're starting to talk with young girls in high school about careers in financial planning or wealth management So they need to know that that it's actually a, a career option.
2: Are you an RIA or solo financial advisor looking to grow and scale your practice, but feel like you need some help? Feel like there are lots of growth options and choices out there, but don't have time to research them and don't want to make an expensive mistake? Want to spend more time finding and helping clients instead of time consuming investment research, compliance checks or transactional work? if you answered yes to any of these pinnacle advisor solutions has the answers you need with a wide range of outsource options and top rated professional investment management and financial planning support pinnacle has a solution that fits your needs budget and circumstances to help you scale up grow your practice or put a succession plan in place call to get more information or set up an appointment with a senior representative at 201 919 4838.
0: I seem to recall reading a statistic or a study somewhere that, that said awareness of financial planning as a career opportunity mm-hmm. was so much lower amongst women than men that that program seems like it's tailor made to sort of fix that problem.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Definitely. What other factors are at work in the industry do you think of that, that might be seen as discouraging to women that might want to become financial advisors? we got the positive side in programs that are proponents. What, what's out there working against them?
1: Right, well, it's still a very male dominated industry. I think what will help change that is as young girls and um, new advisors to the industry see more women in leadership roles. They have a saying, you kind of have to be able to see it to be it. I think that will really help. And there's also a large wealth migration going on uh, in the industry right now. Uh, When I first started in the industry, most of wealth in the U.S. was controlled by men. Now we're seeing that women control about 51% of the wealth, and women control about 70% of the discretionary spending in the U.S. So there's a large transfer, and I think we need to focus our eyes on the road ahead, and not in the rear view mirror. So our industry needs to adapt to handle the changing uh, demographics and diversity as well as this wealth transfer.
0: It's interesting that the wealth is now on parity with the population percentage. It's, it's dead on yes. par with exactly, so half and half works works beautifully, but the discretionary spending um, has more of a planning aspect than it does a wealth uh, uh, investment perspective, mm-hmm. and that's typically been the, the, the realm of men. Have you faced any, any gender bias in your career prior to joining Pinnacle that might be applicable to some of these things?
1: Well, gosh, um, I worked for the railroad and a defense contractor uh, <laughs> in the 80s, so I guess it kind of goes without saying, it was rather challenging. Uh, but um, you know, you put in extra hours, you go the extra mile to prove yourself. And once I did, I, I found that I was accepted in, in those positions, in those roles. But I will mention that it really helps to have a mentor, uh, someone that really supports you and helps guide you in whatever space you're in. I
0: think that's true across the board, but I think in this case it's especially true for, for women entering a male-dominated field. Mm-hmm and the fact that I still have the perception into the male-dominated field sort of contributes to all this, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, what could a young woman today expect if they wanted to push their career path towards being a financial advisor in terms of uh, when they start building their practice, what, what obstacles might they encounter or what might they, they see and have to work around?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's a, a lot of opportunities for growth in in wealth management, um, and I'd recommend it You know, as a, as a career for women. I'd say that some of the challenges is finding your, your niche. It helps to narrow down your focus, find an area that you're really passionate about, and where you can integrate your work career with your life. So finding that, that balance. It might be working with women executives or entrepreneurs, medical professionals, or even women in transition going through a divorce or a loss of a spouse. So whatever you choose, again, try to find a mentor that's in that space to help encourage you and and guide you.
0: I think that's good advice for any advisor really, but especially for women who have a higher emotional IQ, so to speak, those sorts of realms would seem to lend themselves to developing a practice maybe more quickly or more competitively Mm -hmm. and and give them sort of the, the opportunity that they really need to grow. Aside from finding a mentor, Do you have any words of wisdom for women in the industry out there who want to develop their careers, maybe beyond that entry-level paraplanner or or want to advance beyond where they are in their practice?
1: Well, I would say just be yourself, get involved, get involved in local associations and and groups. And um, I grew up on a farm and uh, we used to have a saying, a horse never won a race that it didn't enter. So set your goals and set them high.
0: Got to play to win. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's terrific. Deb, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been an enlightening and revealing discussion about gender bias and women's roles in the wealth advisory space. We've been talking to Deb Kreebel, Partner and Senior Wealth Manager at Pinnacle Advisory Group, about gender equality and bias against women in advisory roles. If you have questions about this or about practice management for advisors in general, drop us a note at advisors at pinnacleadvisory.com, and we'll be sure to find you an answer as soon as we can. Until next time, I'm Dave Polis, and this is 4 Advisors. Thanks for listening.
2: You're listening to 4 Advisors, the podcast for and about financial advisors. This program is for educational purposes only, and the opinions expressed here by guests do not necessarily fully or accurately reflect the legal intent or nature of Pinnacle Advisor Solutions, Pinnacle Advisory Group, or its senior management. This program is not intended to give legal investment or financial planning advice and opinions and statements made in this podcast should not be relied on as such.